Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil and find out. A Motorsport Podcast Network production. G'day everyone, I'm Will Dale and welcome to Repco Bathurst Daily, our special edition of the V8 Sleuth podcast coming to you from Trackside at Mount Panorama all week during the 2022 Repco Bathurst 1000. Now, this year marks the 100th anniversary of Repco. They're driven by passion and so are we. Visit the Garage online now. The address is garage.repco.com.au. Alongside me here on Thursday at Mount Panorama is V8 Sleuth website editor Conor O'Brien. And we had race cars on track today. How good was it to see that? Yeah, absolutely. It was, yeah, awesome. I mean, uh, it's awesome being here even when there aren't cars going around. <laughs> but when there are, it's... Uh, it's 10 times better, and uh, and we were lucky enough not to have too much rain today, which was a nice change from yesterday. That's true. I feel like all we've talked about, like all anyone's talked about in the past 48 hours is how wet it's going to be, and the two supercar sessions were com- basically completely unaffected by rain at all today. Yeah, and they were fast sessions. You know, uh, 204.3, I think, um, something like that, or two, uh, that, uh, that Will uh, Davison you know, straight out in practice one and then Tander was even quicker, Garth Tander in uh, practice two. So, yeah, some pretty quick times. Uh, but, yeah, it does sound like it probably will get, it. you know, it's some wet tyres will get a bit of uh, bit of a run uh, tomorrow and Saturday at least. Indeed. We'll just quickly recap the results from this, today's two sessions. We'll just go, quickly go through the top five. In practice one, as you said, Will Davison in the number 17 DJR Mustang was fastest with a 204.3691. That's faster than Ken Waters went in the first session last year and coincidentally the year before because he's set an identical time both years. Uh, right behind Dave O, however, was James Golding in the number 31 Premier Racing Commodore. That was a fantastic performance. Yeah, James Golding doing, uh, I mean, he's doing everything he can, isn't he, to, uh, to show that he belongs here, uh, for next year as well at Premier Racing. And, uh, yeah, been on, on a real form surge lately. And, uh, yeah, that was fantastic to see because at the time, Davo went way quicker than anyone else. And then, uh, only a moment later, uh, yeah, Golding, uh, banged in that time, which, uh, I mean, imagine, I mean, it would have been really cool to see him actually top the session. It was so close, but, uh, yeah, yeah, just point oh one in it. Yeah, at the end not of it. a bad way for uh, for yeah Premier Racing's first ever Bathurst uh, session to to finish up. So uh, yeah, no uh, good signs for those guys. Absolutely. The rest of that top five: Andre Heimgartner for Brad Jones Racing in third, David Reynolds up there for Grove Racing in fourth, and Nick Perkett completing the top five. Now it must be said that that session did end a little early because Jake Kostecki bunkered the number fifty six Tickford Mustang. So. A few drivers who were hoping to get laps in right at the end of the session weren't able to, um, but it was an eventful session. We had Shane Van Gisbergen clipping the wall up at Reed Park. We had Cam Waters bunkering the monster Mustang down at Murray's Corner. And we also had Anton Di Pasquale clobber the fence up at uh, Forest Elbow, all of which were relatively minor. There were no long-term issues with those cars or major repairs. So they all got back out again for the second session, which was co-drivers only. And that, as we, as you said, Connor, was topped by Garth Tander. That was a phenomenal lap, like one of the one of the fastest Friday laps I think we've ever seen here at Mount Panorama. 
fastest also ever in a co-driver session at Bathurst. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, and that came the very first flying lap for him after the red flag uh, that Kurt Kostecki brought out, um, you know, near the start of practice too. So a bit of a tough one for the Kostecki brothers, but... Uh, but yeah, that, that lap time was phenomenal. But, uh, but by the, as the session went on, you know, guys chipped away at it and, uh, David Russell ended up, uh, very close, uh, only a tenth of a second de- down. So, you know, David Russell had a bit of a, uh, you know, well, he, he broke through last year for a podium and, uh, yeah, those guys looking quick again already. Indeed. Third place was Jamie Winkup in the Triple Eight Holden. Of course, the number 88 car that he's normally in, but he is not the main driver this year. That is Brock Feeney. Fourth place, Jordan Boys in the number 96 Brad Jones racing car that he's sharing with Macaulay Jones. That's a very impressive effort from him. Yeah, absolutely. Good start for BJR. Uh, you know, so Andre was third in practice one and Jordan Boys putting putting car 96 up there in practice two. So, uh, yeah, those guys have come, come here with a bit of form under their belt uh, as a team. And, uh, yeah, definitely a great start. You know, Maka is really... Unfortunately, over the years, had some tough starts to uh, to the Bathurst 1000. So this year, uh, it was probably the best he's had for maybe maybe ever. So uh, yeah, that'll be um, that'll be good for those guys to yeah just get some confidence under their belt. And then the the only car uh, will that was in the top five both sessions was car 26. Uh, with Reynolds fourth in practice one and Matt Campbell fifth in practice two. Well, they were the only Ford in the top five in practice two as well, which um, is. We weren't sure how the Grove team were going to roll out here at Mount Panorama, and the signs are quite good early, at the very least. Uh, we talked about the fact that it didn't rain here. Rain was the one word that was on everyone's lips in the past 48 hours, but a completely different one is being said by a lot of the drivers after the opening practice sessions today. Epoxy. Yeah. <laughs> Epoxy is not the word I really expected to hear. Um, so, can you just briefly explain what, what the deal is with this epoxy? Uh Good question. Uh, no. Uh, so uh, they've uh, gone around and you know made some changes to the surface or fixed up a couple of bits, seemingly the week of of the uh, the great race. And so uh, yeah, everyone was talking about epoxy, which is probably a word that's maybe never been spoken in supercars before. But uh, but yep. Yeah, so the grip levels were quite high. Uh, you know that's that was one of the determining things that I guess a lot of drivers put it down to. And uh, and that's why the, the lap times subsequently were, were quite quick. If we think back to Winton 2014, it sounds like a similar scenario to that where the, they use the epoxy to seal cracks and things that are in the surface and then the race cars drive over it and it's a bit grippy. And one of the interesting things that I think Garth Tander said in the press conference at the end of the day is that I don't really know what's going to happen when it rains tomorrow and then the cars move the epoxy around or how it'll react to all that. So that could be another unexpected thing that they have to try and work through over the course of the weekend. Um, one other thing that happened today, although it didn't rain, the teams did get an extra allocation of wet tyres. Yep, so that was done on a, uh, a safety basis, I guess. Uh, it certainly had been talked about on the Wednesday yesterday. Uh, but yeah, so now six sets of wet tyres instead of five from qualify- for, for qualifying and the race. Uh, so, because it had been spoken about seven compulsory stops, but only five sets of tyres. Uh, so they, they've got yeah, at do least. Do the math there. It's not, it doesn't quite work out. No, but it is actually, I guess, uh, harder than you would think to actually make these kind of regulation changes. So they have, uh, added one set, which, uh, yeah, definitely will help if, if the, you know, rain continues all day on Sunday. 
Exactly. And now, one of the other things that we saw out on track today at Mount Panorama was the brand new Gen 3 Mustang. Of course, a Gen 3 Mustang was revealed trackside this time last year at the Bathurst 1000, but they've revealed the brand new Ford Mustang model in recent weeks, and we got to see the new supercar in the flesh today. Yeah, and it, to be honest, it looked great. Um, sometimes things look better in renders, I reckon this one looks better in the flesh. It really does. Uh, totally agreed. Yeah, no, it looks it looks uh, yeah a, a million bucks, and uh, and it went out on uh, on the track for uh, you know with Dick Johnson behind the wheel. So uh, yeah, to to cut some. I guess initial demonstration laps, and Greg Murphy was behind them with the wheel of the Camaro, so that was uh, that was a pretty cool way to kind of uh, lead into practice too this afternoon. It actually occurs to me when I saw Dick Johnson on track. I'm a long-suffering Dick Johnson racing fan, as listeners listeners to this podcast may know. I've never actually seen Dick Johnson on track in a race car until today, so that was that was quite cool, just personally for me to to see to actually enjoy that. And he wasn't messing around either. He he was actually properly giving it the beans coming down pit straight and up and down the mountain, which was good to see. One other familiar face that was in the paddock today was not someone I expected to see but in hindsight it kind of makes sense that he's back here yeah Michael Massey uh people I guess mostly would know him from his Formula One time as a uh, race director there from early 2019 onwards but uh until 2021 end of uh but yeah Michael Massey back as uh, in Australia into the supercars paddock he was last month appointed as the new supercars commission chair and uh, yeah, so uh, he's been floating up and down uh, the the pit lane, talking to to all sorts of people. And um, yeah, it's his first actual supercars event since Adelaide twenty uh, sorry Adelaide twenty nineteen. So uh, yeah, no, that was uh, that was a cool face to see. I guess uh, uh, yeah, roaming the paddock. Looking to tomorrow, we've got two more practice sessions before qualifying for the big race at 4.15 Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Of course, that only sets all the grid positions from 11th onwards. 10 fastest cars tomorrow will go into the top 10 shootout on Saturday afternoon. What are you expecting to see tomorrow? I mean, the conditions as we look out the window in the media centre this Arvo um, are going to be very, very different tomorrow based on the forecasts. Yep, yep. So, uh, it should be, uh, the start of, yeah, a wet 48 hours here. But, uh, I think it'll be, I- I've got to say, I-, I think it will be one of the most hotly contested Friday qualifyings because 28 cars, bigger gr- grid than, you know, in previous years, it's going to be ultra competitive to get into that top 10 shootout. And there are just so many competitors, especially when you consider the addition of a triple eight wildcard and, uh, and a boost, uh, Erebus wildcard with Richie Stanaway, who's been, you know, really, uh, impressive in testing and, and there's a gun in the wet weather as well. Let's absolutely. not forget. And so no, no, uh, disrespect to the Matt Charter wildcard, but, uh, um, I, I wouldn't quite expect them to be, uh, cracking the 10, but, uh, but yeah, even just the addition of two, uh, you know, leading teams having a third car, I think, uh, yeah, so, there's going to be definitely a few disappointed or a few sob stories uh, tomorrow because uh, there's not everyone who wants to get into the shootout's going to make it. That is true. Well, Connor, myself and the entire V8 Sleuth team are on the ground here at Mount Panorama this weekend, so keep an eye on the website, v8sleuth.com.au, for all the latest news from Trackside here at Mount Panorama. And we'll chat to you tomorrow with a wrap of all the action from qualifying day at the 2022 Repco Bathurst 1000 on Repco Bathurst Daily. Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online thanks to Castrol's Red Joe to Oil tool. 
Simply type in your rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search rego, the number two, and oil and find out.